For NFT newbies and OGs in Web3 alike, welcome to the Women in Web3 podcast sponsored by Weld Recruiting. I'm your host, Carly Long, and I'm super excited to help break down the barriers to entry in the space and introduce you to some leaders who are doing truly amazing things. So let's dive in. Hello, hello. Today we have Teddy, the founder of Glimpse. He is making NFTs accessible for anyone and everyone to become a content creator, to monetize off their moments. Um, I won't steal his thunder. I'll let him take it from here. Teddy, do you want to introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about you and Glimpse and what you're working on. Yeah, yeah, no, I appreciate it. And that's that's kind of the big picture, right, is making NFTs accessible for everyone, lowering that barrier of entry uh, into this amazing space uh, of NFTs without like need for MetaMask wallets, worrying about what gas fees are, really allowing anybody and everybody, as you mentioned, to come on in, create NFTs of their everyday moments. Um, that's kind of what we're all about at Glimpse. I think a lot of platforms today are looking at like these curated drops and things like that. But we kind of recognize, hey, every everyday moments can be pretty spectacular. Uh, people should be able to monetize them. Uh, these NFTs should be uh, able to have attached real world value, either in the real world or virtual world, uh, which is kind of like an up and coming metaverse, uh, obviously a hot word right now. But um, yeah, that, that's kind of our overall goal here is to increase accessibility to this to this marketplace for your everyday social media user. I love that so much. So what are do you have a, a plan or roadmap for how you're going to make it accessible? <laughs> are you going to start yes. just by breaking down the acronyms? Um, yeah. Or is your platform itself just very intuitive to those of us who know Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, but have no clue what NFTs or the metaverse means? Yeah. Yeah. Are you saying like an idea is not just enough? Like a really nice white paper is not enough anymore? Because like <laughs> We need implementation. Oh, no. Oh, we're at that level now. Damn. Okay. Um, yeah, no, that's a good question. So we started this back in like May of 2021. Um, we got kicked off with development in June. And uh, we just went through our beta in December of 2021. Everything was successful. There's a few tweaks to like the user interface, like the design, how the web page actually looks. But other than that, all the functionality is there. You know, we're looking, uh, my idea is like a March launch for us, right? Get some marketing going behind the platform. Uh, but as far as onboarding our first public user, you know, we're, we're targeting a March launch date for us. Um, and yeah, abstracting layers away, like when you say like NFTs, metaverse, blockchain, crypto, like you alienate, in my opinion, like 90% of the population, because to them, this crypto sphere that we're all operating, you know, so easily in is not is very complicated to your average person, right? To your, to your average 18-year-old, to your average 35-year-old that's not in this tech space. So we have to abstract all those layers away. And what I mean by that is, okay, we have to eliminate gas fees, right? You can do that through a third-party relayer network. You have to eliminate a Web3 wallet connection. Like, I don't know any of one of my friends that know what a MetaMask wallet is. Even though we have no problem like wrapping ETH, going on OpenSea, they don't even, they don't even know that this stuff exists, right? Let alone how to use it. Um, so like things like custodied wallets, right? Very similar to a Coinbase where it's just easy. You create an account, they provide the wallet. You can send, receive, purchase. Uh, making NFTs accessible via credit debit card. Circle has a great infrastructure for this. They're one of the best payment providers in the space. Allowing somebody to come on with their credit or debit card and purchase an NFT without ever having to touch cryptocurrency. Now your market becomes so much bigger uh, than a lot of these Web3 decentralized applications that we're seeing today. Um, so that's kind of what we're starting with. Um, but we do want to give it this very social feel. And that's kind of the big idea behind us is that social media 
really hasn't been upgraded from an infrastructure standpoint since like 2004. Like they're still using centralized infrastructure. The user still the product. The business model hasn't really changed. It's like, how can they extract value from their users? And we're saying, well, Web3 NFT is all about community. And it's how can we involve our users and almost make them into owners, right? Now they're benefiting from usage of the platform. Those likes, comments, shares, views of advertisements all generate value for us. Why don't we have them involved in that revenue share model, right? It's so simple. Um, these larger companies are going to have trouble really navigating this Web3 space for that reason. Uh, I, I think they kind of lack what Web3 is all about and inclusivity and involve, involving all users in their revenue model. No fault to them. Um, they're just like a product of how big they've gotten. But this allows like a really great opportunity for startups to come in and disrupt the status quo is like right now. Um, and that's kind of where we're at. I'm excited for March. I'm excited for where this year goes. Like any developer or any other like platform creator, this is like step one of a thousand if we're lucky uh, enough to be one of those ones that make it. So it's it's all about providing value. That's if we go forward with that in mind, I think we'll be in a good place. That's awesome. So you mentioned you have a few product users already. Um, are these people who are established content creators? Um, is there have you noticed anything between? the interest? Is it skewed more male than female? Um, talk to me about that. Yeah, I mean, that's a good question. I mean, social media, uh, before I got into this like specific space, I, I would just assume like, hey, it's actually way more females than males. Uh, there's actually a lot of male creators as well that are interested in this, which is, which is neat to see. But the female creators are the ones that are saying, hey, like, I want to get into this NFT space. Like, we want to be at the forefront of this. And we're seeing it, whether it's an NFT uh, space, digital artists, or just regular Instagram, TikTok influencers, like women saying, hey, I want to have my NFT collection, right? I, I want to be on this train before anyone else is. So like, for example, Eliana again is a great TikTok creator. I think she's on Instagram, but I think primarily on TikTok. She has like over 8 million followers or 8.6 or whatever. Whew, and um, I she's on like, <laughs> yeah, I know, like it's insane. And I didn't even realize how like how many followers that is because I'm not a, like a social media guru. Uh, as far as like having being on social media uh, all the time, but like apparently 8.6 million followers is a ton of followers. And uh, she's just like so down to earth and had a really good conversation with her about what we're building here. And she's excited about it, right? Because she's on all these different platforms trying to monetize her user base, fair, also trying to provide value for them, right? How can she connect with her audience in ways that, oh, I'm not just posting a TikTok video that 500,000 people are going to view the same thing, right? But maybe have a live streaming event with like my top, uh, followers, if you will. And for Glimpse, it'll be your top buyers or top top creators. Um, that's kind of what she's looking at. And she, she's excited because there's really no easy way for her to convert her following right now. Like if she takes the time and says, hey, I'm going to go on OpenSea and learn all the uh, ins and outs of it. Well, how many of her 8.8 .8 million followers are also going to go there and take that whole, you know, go down that rabbit hole, as we say in the crypto space, probably very few. So in order for these creators to be successful, and this is something that we work directly with them on and they inform our product development, we need to also worry about that end consumer. How are we going to transition their followers? It's great if Eliana's there. It's great if Chris Barnett's there. But what if none of their followers are there? Then we don't have a marketplace, right? And they're not going to be successful. So um, working with them and working with these creators and to have someone like Eliana that's willing just to have these off-the-cuff conversations um, is it, kind of super important to our product development. And hopefully, I, I think we can deliver for her. But, um, you know, that, that's kind of the end goal is allow people to just create freely, allow them to log on to our platform like any other social media platform, like log in with Google, log in with LinkedIn, 
log in with your Facebook account, right? Because we can we can throw that at Facebook as well. But um, you know, it needs to be easy. It needs to be accessible. That's awesome. So has Ileana given you any insight into what sort of moment she wants to monetize? Um, and, yeah. I, and I guess the question I'm asking is for everyday people, um, clearly there's things like Patreon, Cameo, where people yep. who have a following, they create great content. People want to own something of theirs. They want to, you know, get that first access. So yep. for her um, and really other other creators on your platform, is it, is it fully giving up ownership of you know, say a certain, I don't know what she posts, but a certain yeah. like outfit of the day. And, and what, is there anything yet that goes beyond yeah. that? Do the people then get a discount to that store or ha has she explored any of that? Or have you guys brainstormed with her? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that's a, that's actually a really good question. A lot of people don't think about, you know, what, what's going to come along with these NFTs and what people are going to be interested in. And the honest answer, and if someone can give you a better answer, kudos to them, and I'd be happy to listen. But you know, we don't have a perfect answer to this. This is a new space. So like, just because someone's willing to watch you on TikTok and Instagram, are they willing to pay for some content, right? And then, yeah, as you mentioned, you have Patreon model, subscription-based model. Okay, so we know people are willing to pay for exclusive content. Are they willing to pay for one-offs, like one-of-one one individually unique items instead of the subscription-based access, like these level of access? You mentioned Cameo. Right. Also a wildly successful business model. They've done they've done great with these videos of saying like, hey, you know, my cousin loves you or my brother loves you. It's his birthday. I want a shout out and I'll pay three hundred forty nine dollars for a video. And that's it. Right. It can't be traded on a secondary marketplace unless somebody's Jeff also turning twenty nine years old this year who also <laughs> likes that creator. Right. So it's it's it, it has limited value. And but we know these these platforms, what they've done well is they've proven that people are willing to pay for exclusive content, for exclusive access and really what they're paying for is to feel some kind of connection, right? More exclusive connection to their creator that no one else has, right? That someone else doesn't have. I'm more connected. I know what they're doing. I know what their day's like. I know what they're thinking. I was on their live stream. I got early access to their music video drop. All cool stuff, all focused really comes down to the core on connecting with individuals, right? People being connected. Um, on our platform, we have to provide some kind of in real life value or virtual value attached to these NFTs, right? We don't wanna be a platform where people are coming to and saying, oh, I'm going to go on Eliana's profile and buy an NFT today. Okay, are you going to come back? Are you just, is that, is that what Glimpse is about? Like just buying, buying? No, no, we need to be providing value. So working with the creators to say, hey, what are we going to attach this NFT to say it's going to act as an access pass to your live stream on our platform, right? If you don't have an NFT from Eliana, you can't get into this. Or if you don't have this level of NFT, whatever it might be, um, there's some people that are kind of in the TikTok space with like 20 million followers now converting into the, music space. They just dropped their first album. They wanted to uh, drop their first NFT and attach some kind of like VIP pass at their in real life event. So now the NFT is a digital collectible, but it also acts as a VIP pass for their first in real life event. That's pretty cool. Um, doing that kind of stuff is going to be two-sided, right? The ideas have to come from us. We have to develop it and make it actually possible. Um, but then it's also going to be working with our creators. And the cool thing about it is we're all figuring this out. Like no one's jumping into this as saying like, we know what to do. The creators are gonna figure this out. But they've also, when you look at someone like Eliana, she didn't build uh, 8 million followers or almost 9 million followers by by chance, right? She looks at her base, she talks to them, she communicates. What are they interested in? What's, what's getting higher engagement, viewership? 
And that's how she's curating these videos. That's how she's, that's how she's deciding which content gets pushed out. It's going to be a very similar process with Glimpse and with anything they do in the NFT space, whether it's with us or another platform, what is working for their audience, right? And as they build it, and they might build up a different audience on Glimpse than they have on TikTok. And they might have to, you know, do a little bit of give and take. It's, it's going to be us figuring it out. Um, the best way forward is just open line of communication between us and our creators, right? Having a personal relationship with them, uh, I think is the goal. That's awesome. And you've really led into my next question. So thank you oh. for that. <laughs> I wanted to take a moment. You talk, it seems like there's, uh, I guess risk would be the word. There's a lot of risk in, in this um, endeavors for both you and the creators where there really is uh, no path before you you are literally like <laughs> walking it yeah. through through i've heard the web3 world be compared to the wild west um like yeah. it's kind of a free-for-all how have you dealt with that personally um in building glimpse and like your your energy is awesome it's so infectious <laughs> i love it but i also have to imagine because i've been kind of experiencing it myself like when you hit a bump in the road or you just feel like you're not like running down the road fast enough or any, any smattering of those things, how, what do you do with it? How do you deal? How do you like keep creating the future? <laughs> yeah, um, it is, it is neat. And I think with any, with any startup, right. I imagine regardless of what industry is kind of the beauty of it is you do get like this blank canvas and especially the space we in, as, as you just said, is, is wild west, right? So like it's even compounded now. Um, but I, that's what I love about it is there's so much freedom. Like, do we want to do this? Okay, let's do it. Like it, there's no, there's no boundaries. And like, maybe it's the space in general. Um, and like, like you said, like energy of people in this space, like everyone's excited because we're working on stuff that's cool. And as you just said, we're working on stuff that hasn't been done before. It's not like, you know, we're trying to come out with some product that we tweaked like a millimeter of, you know, physical product. And now it's a different thing. We're saying it works. No, no, this is completely new concepts. It's completely new business models. It opens up new revenue streams for individuals, right? Um, it creates new opportunity, new engage, new levels of engagement. And that's exciting. And I think everyone in this space is excited about it. But as you said, it's, you know, for sure, we hit road bumps. We hit road bumps in development, in timelines. Um, we hit road bumps in marketing. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Like, it's, I, I don't think there's any other attitude you can really have in this space. Like, you can't get bogged down by it. Um, if anyone, if you're trying to build something, um, like we're trying to build or something that's really going to provide, provide value, it's going to take years. It's not going to happen this year. Even, you know, are we going to see progress? Do we want to see traction growth? Of course. Is it going to happen? Are we reaching our end goal this year? No, this is like the very beginning of a very, very long road. So if you have any other attitude, I feel like then just positivity, you know, taking what you get on a daily basis, but making the best out of it, making the best decisions that you could, you could do with what you're given. Um, I think that's really the only way to go, to go about it. And uh, that's the only way I'm able to get through it because, uh, you know, you, you just have to. And um, I think if we, like I said, if, if if we stay true to our vision, I'll always be excited about what we're building. If we lose sight of that along the way, you're not going to see me nearly as excited. But like right now we're hitting the ground running. We've got a good team. Um, we're moving forward quickly. And like, that's, that's why I'm so excited when I talk to people. So I apologize for being so like in your face, but like, that's kind of... <laughs> 
that's kind of the, the mood I'm in most of the time today. Don't apologize at all. I've been <laughs> I've been feeling that a lot myself. I think it's in within the community. There's so much yeah. hype. There's so much like support that it really is infectious. You, you talked about your team, and I have to imagine that they are part hype people, um, yeah. like cheerleaders. I, I'm really curious though with this being such new endeavors where you really are building your own thing that hasn't been done before. How have you as the founder built your team around you? Is it looking more for uh, those sort of untraditional skills of people who, you know, just look for different solutions and don't stop. They're hardworking. um, They're excited. They have passion. Or is it, you know, the hard skills are kind of a blend of both. Yeah, I mean, it definitely a blend of both, right? We right, we look for people that have the skill set or the background that kind of checks off our criteria, right? Like your boring resume criteria. Um, and then what really comes into play, and that's it's the huge separator, is the passion, right, and the drive. Because we've met people for our, for our marketing. By the way, Oase Faruqi, our new CMO, absolutely amazing. Um, he's got the background. Talking about a perfect blend, he's got the background and he's got the passion. But like, it took probably about six months of me looking for him and deciding on him. And we've interviewed and we've, we've had multiple conversations in person with people from Universal Music Group that held like executive level positions there, and they just didn't cut it. And it's not because they weren't great people. It's not because um, they, they couldn't deliver a great solution, but they didn't align with where we were at as a startup in this space, right? That creativity mindset, that out of the box thinking, that Hey, we're gonna. We have to do this on little resources. We're not Coca Cola with a hundred million dollar marketing budget, whatever they have. You know, we've got to do a lot with a little bit, and we've got to get a product out there um, that's new, right? We've got to convey this new kind of product, this new kind of platform to people um, in a non technical way, and that takes a certain skill set. It takes an understanding of the space. It under, takes an understanding uh, of our vision and what we're looking to accomplish of our product, um, and then the marketing obviously has to come alongside it, but. Yeah, we've been very selective um, with who we brought on, and it's still a really small team of like five full-time people, right? And not counting the developers we have, but I'm of the opinion who we bring on right now is make it or break it for our company. Like this is the foundation, and if we don't get these people right, then the next guy that Oase wants to bring on, he might not be right. And we're just going to be building this pyramid of people that really aren't driving us forward. Um, So we're nailing the groundwork. I think we've done a good job at that, but it's definitely not easy. It takes time. Uh, it takes a lot of a lot of talking, a lot of conversations. But when you find that right person and the pieces come together, it's just it's just like magic. Because like I'll, I'll get a, a text or a phone call from a waste at like two a.m. being like, I got to just tell you this. We just got to talk about it right now before we forget. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's what we need. Yeah, I love that because it it to me it kind of mimics what you're doing with Glimpse. So like you're hiring the way you do it, it gives chances and opportunities to people who might not have worked at somewhere like Universal Music Group or some like household name brand, but they can come up and be part of something that is also similarly um, creating, you know, chances and opportunities for someone who who doesn't know the ins and outs of crypto. Um, Unfortunately, we're we're getting short on time here. So I'm going to put you on the spot for my final question because it's Uh just been in the back of my mind since we started here. It's a fun one. Um, I know you said you're not a big social media guy, but if you could monetize one of your own moments uh, from your life, (laughs) you you can pause, take a moment to think about it. Um, Yeah, what would 
what would you throw up there on glimpse as you know one of your first things um i i don't know probably something from like traveling to be honest like i i can't even like pinpoint there's so many images going through my head right now but like we we i've been fortunate to been been in cycling and, and it's taken me to so many cool places when i was younger and just some of these images and videos we've taken of just picturesque landscapes like literally they belong on a desktop and if a famous art artist like painted it or took that photo it would probably go for a million dollars but because i took it it just stays on my camera roll but like stuff like that is, is like perfect and uh that's kind of what i would be posting on glimpse is just like these amazing places i go um you know sometimes on a daily basis like just walking around new york sometimes i see like the sun's the right place the people are are awesome uh, they might be wearing like some creative stuff, especially if you're in like the fashion district or on the High Line, and just posting those those kind of moments there as artwork because that's really kind of what it equates to in my head. I love that. Well, I hope we get to see some of them. Um, yeah. Maybe we can uh, <laughs> release one or two sneak peeks with this podcast. Thank you so much, Teddy. It was great getting to hear a little bit more about you and what you're up to. We're we're super excited for the launch and release of Glimpse and to see what's next. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening today. If you enjoyed today's guest and podcast, be sure to write, subscribe, comment, all the things, and definitely get in touch. I love to connect with y'all. I love to hear what you're working on, any feedback or comments. If you want to meet a guest, if you want to be a guest, just reach out. You can find me, your host, Carly Long, at by Carly Long on all social media platforms. You can subscribe to my weekly newsletter, which is also Women in Web 3, and you can follow along at Weld Recruiting. Be sure to let us know however we can support you, and we look forward to our next episode. <laughs>